Hey, sweet mama, do you want to feel patient and calm with your children? Are you sick of constantly overreacting, yelling, and even experiencing mom rage with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night consumed with mom guilt and remorse for your words and actions with your kids? Do you wish you could have daily alone time to feel restored and connect with God? There is a way to take care of yourself guilt-free and show up as a calm, patient, and kind mama to your kids. Hey, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a stress coach for Christian moms. I'm a wife, a mom of four, and the daughter of the king. Want to know how to become present, peaceful, and calm mama? I'm about to teach you how to connect with God, master your mindset, set healthy boundaries, and be in control of your emotions. My friend, I pray that this podcast blesses you. I'm Elizabeth, and you are listening to Emotionally Healthy Legacy Podcast. Hi, friend. I'm so glad that you are here. Today, we'll be talking about five ways to stay calm when you have a screaming baby. If you're a mom, you've experienced this, you're driving in the car, your baby is screaming, you feel helpless, and the frustration starts to grow, and it eventually maybe even turn to anger that you will take out on your other kids, okay? And I have some five tips for you today, and that will talk about things that you can do in the moment when you feel literally helpless, and it feels like um, you can't do anything. What kind of inspired me this is I was recently visiting uh, my family in Minnesota and I got together with one of my girlfriends and she has a two month old baby and we were driving in the car. She picked me up and the baby's screaming in the back seat and like you turn around, I turned around, I gave her the pacifier. Um, she stopped for a second and then I sat down and I buckled and she starts screaming again. And she's like, oh my gosh, she does this so often. And I remember those days because my second son, he was colic. And I didn't know any of this information back then. Um, but he would cry probably for six months straight. I felt like almost every time we drove, maybe 80 to 90% of the time when we were driving, he would scream in the car. And it's like your nervous system, your threshold your boiling point just like rises up so quickly like we are not meant to handle constant screaming and yelling like when our baby is screaming like it is so normal to feel that frustration and trigger and wanting for that baby to calm down it's so normal as moms like we have this sense and like um we want our baby to be happy, right? We don't want our baby to be screaming and we feel like this responsibility to do something in that moment. And when we can't, we feel so helpless and that frustration raises up. So before we get into the episode, I just wanted to tell you that I am offering 45 minute coaching calls. So if you are a mom who's constantly stressed, overwhelmed, overreacting with your family, if you feel like you're losing your cool daily or almost daily with your kids, and maybe your kids are even getting scared of your mommy anger and you feel helpless and you feel like I've done all the things and nothing is working. I have um, 45 minute coaching calls that you can book a call with me and you can even add on a whole nother week of Voxer coaching if that is something 
that you want to and you can ask me more questions and I will answer to you within my working hours. So anyways, I'm so excited. So the link is in the show notes. If you scroll down, there's a link that says 45 minute coaching call and you can book a call. All right, let's get back to our episode. So what do you do? What do you do when you find yourself getting so triggered and so frustrated when you have a screaming baby and here's the thing your brain will experience stress with prolonged screaming and yelling okay that creates a threat in your brain it is normal to experience that frustration someone told me like a while back that like in really hardcore military training they um, will even turn on like for hours screaming kids for the people they're training just so they get used to that stress response that it comes with it because it's that stressful for your brain, right? It is normal to experience that frustration, that uncomfortable feeling, and even anger when it builds up. Combine that with lack of sleep, lack of alone time, having no support, feeling super overwhelmed, it can really easily get you to that feeling of anger and feeling really out of control. So here's the thing. Here's a few tips that I will share with you today that can help you in the heated moment when let's say you're driving or you're rocking your baby to sleep and your baby's just not calming down and you're just feeling so tense and so frustrated and so dysregulated. Number one, pray. Pray for God to calm that baby down, right? Because like technically you can't control that baby. And I think that is something we learn really, really quickly when we become parents, even though we feel like we can control our kids. Starting from day one, you will quickly realize you literally cannot control your baby. You cannot force that baby to eat. Or maybe you can force food into their mouth, but you can't force them to swallow. You cannot force that baby to sleep. And those things feel or force them to, you know, poop or whatever, like those things make us feel out of control. And when we feel out of control, that makes us feel unsafe in the situation and we will get that frustration and then eventually with enough stress, it will lead to anger. Okay. So first pray, you can't control your baby, but what you can do is control yourself and your own reactions. So pray for God to calm that baby down and to give you wisdom, what needs to be done in that heat of the moment um i some somewhere recently learned she's like don't pray somebody said she's like don't pray for patience god got because god is gonna give you um moments where you would need to experience patience so she's like pray for wisdom and guidance and compassionate being compassionate and understanding so pray for god to give you wisdom and guidance to figure out what's going on because here's the thing the baby's not crying to frustrate you the baby's struggling for some reason or another, and this is their only way of communication. And we'll get that to when we get to point four. Okay. We'll talk about that more in depth. So pray, pray for God to help you remain calm and patient and pray for God to help that baby calm down. Okay. Number two is breathe. So taking long, deep breaths, And with each exhale, like 
breathe in through your nose exhale through your mouth with each exhale relax those shoulders so even if you're driving you can still pray and you can still take deep breaths okay and you can even tell yourself breathe in peace breathe out stress breathe in calm breathe out tension whatever you if you need to say that or not but deep breathing is actually sends a safety signal to your brain so the baby screaming is sending a threat signal to your brain and if you remain in that it's going to eventually get to a point where it's super stressful right so deep breathing will calm your nervous system now you're literally trying to balance this and neutralize it somewhat right because you're still having that constant screaming of the baby so my goal is for it to become somewhat neutral and for you not to like freak out and lose it okay so number one is pray number two is taking deep slow breaths and if 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 you need to do that for a long time do it for a long time here's the thing your baby senses your energy right? Here's a great example. Have you ever been like super frustrated with trying to put your baby to sleep? They're cranky. They're like resisting it. And you're just so fed up with it. You're getting so frustrated. And then your husband comes from work and he's in a good mood and he's all, you know, had a good day and he comes in and he just takes over and the baby just calms down really quickly. Well, here's the thing. The baby's don't they don't understand everything that's going on where when they are so little but what they do understand and they can sense is your energy so they cannot regulate their own emotions on their own but they can co-regulate so if you are calm and collected and grounded they can borrow some of that energy right and so even if they're struggling in pain or whatever um, you remaining calm and collected is going to help them borrow some of that calm energy and deep breathing is a way for you to stay calm and collected okay number three is sing sing a song that is calming and um something that maybe i would even recommend i did, did this with my fourth child so i when she was just born i I don't know, I think it was all over Instagram at that time, that song. And that's the song I started, I downloaded on Spotify and I started singing it to my daughter. And it's, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. Sorry, I know my voice isn't the greatest, but guess what? My daughter doesn't care. So that is a song that I would sing to my daughter when she was brand new, a new baby, when I would rock her to sleep, when I would just put her to bed, sometimes I would just hold her and I would sing that song, sometimes when I would nurse her. So then that song became like this calming melody that when she would hear it, she would calm down. I'm not even joking you. And so sometimes when we would be driving and I'm driving and she's screaming and I would ask one of the kids to give her a pacifier and then I would either turn on that song on Spotify so it's really nice and loud in the car or I would just sing it myself and I'm not even kidding you, she would calm down. Obviously not right away, not immediately, but she would. And so having a song that you sing to your baby to help help them calm down and it's also calming for your nervous system so when you sing a song or a tune it's also calming for your nervous system all right 
I don't know if you hear my baby that just woke up in the background, so let's try to finish this episode before she really starts <laughs> screaming and I have to get her. Okay, number four is saying a mantra or an affirmation that will help you remain calm, okay? Like I said, when the baby's screaming, it creates a threat in your brain and you will experience that stress response. And affirmations will help you shift your mindset and perspective and help you remain more calm and send a safety signal to your brain. So one of them will be like, this will pass. Because in the heat of the moment, it feels like it will never end, right? This will pass. This will pass. Um, I am peaceful. I am calm. I am peaceful. I am calm. Okay? And then I have a good baby who is having a hard time. I have a good baby who's having a hard time. If you see it from that perspective, from that lens, it is so much easier to stay compassionate and understanding and calm in the heated moment. Why? Because your baby is not screaming to frustrate you, even though it might feel like that in the heat of the moment. She's not doing this on purpose to piss you off. She's truly having a hard time. She might be in pain. She might be overstimulated. She might be hungry. She might be uncomfortable. Whatever it is, the reason is, right? Your baby is a good baby who's having a hard time. And if you see it from that lens, and if you remind it to yourself in that moment, it will be so much easier to remain calm and collected and i will link an episode i did an interview with my sister-in-law like uh, a while back and she had a colic baby and we talked all about the mom rage that it would bring up and how she was struggling with remaining calm when you're sleep deprived right when you had no alone time but like we talked about ways to remain calm in the heated moments as well okay and so number one is pray number two is breathe Num number three is sing a song number four is a positive affirmation or a mantra number five is visualizing a safe calm place so maybe not the best thing to do when you are driving but other moments if you're rocking your baby to sleep or something like that if you're by yourself and you don't have any support anybody they can take over but visualizing a peaceful calm place like the ocean or some like the garden or something like that that is peaceful and calm for you and that's going to help you remain more grounded and collected and calm and calm your nervous system okay so another one this is bonus if you have someone around you please ask for help um with my kiddos i gave a pacifier to all my kids for a reason so when we are driving so i either if i would sit in the back or my husband we somebody could give the baby a pacifier to calm down i literally shoved it in their mouths from the first week they were born until they started to take it even though they would spit it out in the beginning of course that's not an option for everybody if you choose not to that's all cool i also started to give my babies um like a favorite blanket within the first month they i would always give them the same blanket that they would sleep with so then they had like this calming um you know blanket that they would you know would calm them down and security blanket so if I'm not available, they can have that and that helps them calm down. Or my youngest has like a little soft bunny that I give to her. So that is another tip that you could try when you your kids are a little bit older. So anyways, when things are a little bit tough, ask for help. Literally ask if your spouse is there, if there's another adult, please ask for help. Because sometimes 
all you need to walk away. There's a whole thing that is called shaken baby syndrome and it is real. It exists. And you, if the stress builds up enough and you're sleep deprived and you're hungry and you're just exhausted and you have no alone time and it will get to a point of there's so much stress on your brain in that moment, you will get to a point of almost feeling rage and you want to hurt that baby. You have to walk away. You absolutely have to walk away. It is better to leave that baby in a room, in a crib, and then go downstairs to the basement, remove yourself from the situation until you're collected enough to think clearly, okay? If your spouse is there, ask for help. If you have older kids that can give a pacifier or be with a baby or something like that, ask for help because that is not a weakness. That is the best thing you can do if it's there and if it's available. Call your mom, call your mother-in-law, call a friend, somebody that you trust that can maybe come in and take over because it can become really, really stressful and get to that point where it eventually gets to that mom rage and, and it's not because you're bad. It's not because you're a bad mom. You're literally just struggling, okay? So to recap, um, the five things is to pray, take deep breaths, sing, say positive affirmations or a mantra, visualize a safe, calm place. Um, a bonus one is to ask for help and walk away when needed. All right, my friend, I gotta go. I have a baby that woke up. I'm sorry, she's been crying for the last, I don't know, five minutes or so as I've been recording this, but... I hope you found value in this episode and I will see you next time. Hi friend, did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.